raising up our singles to preach. Dave is our is our is our kickoff. As you know, Dave Dave is a uh, a mature single. He works as an engineer. He's been doing that for over 20 years. He hails from Oregon State University. That's right. Uh, the Beavers. The Beavers. Um, he's been a disciple for how many years now? Wow, uh, since '95. So 16 years. 16 years. I did the math pretty fast in my head because I'm 17, so therefore. <laughs> so uh, give him your hearts, give him your ears, encourage him, because um, he's learning how to how to speak in public. This is his first time. I'm more excited about that. We're actually recording it. We're actually recording this right now, Dave. I give you Dave Chen. Yeah. Well, thank you for the introduction, Gio. Uh, good evening, everybody. First of all, I'd like to uh, start with a prayer. So please bow your heads. Uh, Heavenly Father, Lord God, mighty God, uh, thank you, Lord God, just, uh, just how awesome you are, God, just being the creator of all things, the universe, uh, just... It's so mind-boggling how, how vast it is, God. Yet you created it with your hand, O oh Lord, and uh, and as well you created us, O oh Lord. And and uh, thank you, God, for uh, everybody here tonight. Uh, you know, you know, the brothers and sisters and, and the friends here tonight, O oh Lord. Uh, I, I pray your your word uh, be spoken, God. Uh, I pray, God, you can use me uh, just to be, uh, you know, just to speak the words, God, that uh, you want people to listen to, and uh, just to really touch people's hearts, O oh Lord. And I'm just an instrument for you, O oh Lord. And I, I pray I just how many do and do it for for you, God. And it's for you, you know, for your glory, O oh Lord. And uh, um, and be with us tonight as well within the fellowship. Uh, as you sense and I pray, Amen. Amen. So uh, good evening, everybody. And uh, I know most of you, and just a couple of faces I haven't seen, but uh, welcome, uh, welcome to uh, the Shoreline Church of Christ. And. <clears throat> You know, I, I really appreciate starting the year with uh, the book Back on Track, that we're, uh, the, series, the book that we're going through. And I really want to start off my year renewing uh, my relationship with God and having a deeper commitment to His Word. You know, there, there were a couple of events the past year uh, that happened to me. Um, you know, one of them was the passing away of my mother, I think most of you know. And, you know, that, that made me think about my life, but also, you know, where I'm at spiritually. You know, you know, I saw a need for me to to grow more spiritually, and uh, that's my aim. So, uh, the title of my message is "Fear God and Do What He Tells You." And uh, the words from the title is actually from from the taken from the Message Bible in Ecclesiastes chapter twelve, and uh, this leads me to an opening scripture. Uh, I want to read, but it's in an NIV version. So if you could please open your Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter 12, uh, verse 13 to 14. Okay. And it goes, Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep His commandments. For this is the duty of all mankind. For God will bring every deed into judgment, 
including every hidden thing, whether it's good or evil. And now I'll be covering two parts of my message. One is fear God. And my second is my point is keep in the Word. So, um, you know, I went to online last night to look up the word fear. You know, I Googled it, Google fear, and to see what the top ten fears were, you know, for, like, Americans. And uh, this is what I came up with. It's, you know, it's based on a Gallup poll. It's a little dated, but uh, here's some items of uh, what people fear. Uh, one is the fear of snakes, in this little thing. Uh, the other is fear of spiders. Yeah, those, those are really creepy. Uh, here's a popular one, the fear of heights. How about that? Yes. Fear of heights. There's another one, um, it's the fear of crowds. And uh, crowds, being in a crowd. And I think one, one of the most popular ones is public speaking. And that's one of the fears I'm, I'm facing going through right now. So I hope I make myself clear to everybody uh, throughout this message uh, tonight. But uh, fear, fear of God, you know, I don't see this on the list, but, you know, but maybe some other lists, but, uh, but, but how does fear of God rank in your life? So, just think about that. Uh, let's go over in, in, in the Bible, uh, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. Okay, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. You know what? To, to get back on track spiritually, it starts with God. And uh, from, I want to go over another passage. In the Bible, it's in Psalms 36, verse 1 through 3. And uh, I'm going to go over several scriptures, so but you can pay attention if, or, or follow me along. But this one's in Psalms 36, verse 1 through 3. And it says, I have a message from God in my heart concerning the sinfulness of the wicked. There is no fear of God before their eyes. In their own eyes, they fire themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. The words, the words of their mouths are wicked and deceitful. They fail to act wisely or do good. You know what? What the world offers can be attractive in our eyes. You know what are some of the attractive things of the world that we can be consumed with that divert our attention away from God. Well, it could be wealth, material things, or even relationships with the opposite sex. You know, one of my New Year's resolutions that I'm working on uh, is to clear the clutter in my house. Okay? I, I seem to have a habit of, you know, holding on to things uh, like junk mail, uh, grocery bags, uh, boxes, and, and other things. And uh, you know, I think I developed the habit of uh, collecting or pack rat mentality. Uh, you know, ever since I started collecting comic books when I was a preteen of age, you know. But uh, it's come to the point where the clutter in my home uh, is sore to my eyes, 
and there's and diverse my time. You know, the time that I would have to waste, you know, in throwing away the clutter, you know, trying to clean my house, and but time that you know I could have used for God. And uh, in in this in the passage we just read you know, in Psalms thirty six verse two, it says that they flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. Okay, well, what does that, what does it mean by this line? Well, maybe it means you know, that you can talk your way into believing it is okay to do something, but not really see the sin, the situation. You know, maybe, for example, you know, you're in your computer, you go, go to a website, you think it's okay to go into this website, but find out that it's you know, inappropriate, you know, has inappropriate material, you know, and affects you uh, spiritually. Or maybe, uh, you know, maybe thinking your way of uh, taking that extra alcoholic drink and you're thinking that, you know, you can tolerate, you know, you know the alcohol, you know, for example. But uh, let's, let's go over, um, my next passage uh, is in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 through 10. Okay, it says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from their flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity... Let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of believers. You know, here, here, uh, you know, this was written in Galatians. Uh, in Galatians. Uh, the Apostle Paul addressed the Galatian church, you know, that, you know, he addressed that, you know, disciples of Christ are called to do good. You know, where are some of the good we ought to do? You know, we can put God first in the direction of our lives. You know, you know that's one thing we can do for good. Or we can help the needy. Uh, we have whole, whole projects this weekend. You know, we have opportunities to help our local communities. And uh, how about helping orphans? You know, we have there's a hope group in Orange County uh, that goes to orphanages in Takata, Takata, Mexico, to help the orphanages there. So, so, so fear God. You know, God cannot be mocked. So let's not take God's plan of salvation too likely. Now, I'm going, uh, <clears throat> I'm on the second point is keep in the word. And if you could please uh, go, um, go to the passage, it's in the book of John, verse 12, verse 42 through 50. Can everybody hear me? Or can speak up? A little bit? Okay. All right. Uh, here, I'm going to read John 12, verse 42 through 50. It says, Yet at the same time, many, even among the le- leaders, believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear they would be put out of the synagogue. 
For they loved human praise more than praise from God. Then Jesus cried out, Whoever believes in me does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. I've come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. If anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. The very words I have spoken will condemn them at the last day. For I, for I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. I know that his command leads to eternal life. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. You know, Jesus' words you know, are from the Father. Yeah, these words lead to eternal life. You know, I ultimately you know, want to see God in heaven, you know, when I pass away from this earth. You know, but to keep me on track, I need to be continually in the Bible. You know, I need to use the Bible more in an area of guarding myself, you know, from falling into worldly temptation. You know, in you know, in Matthew four, verse four through eleven, it tells how how Jesus was alone in the desert and was tempted by Satan. Yet Jesus would uh, quote scripture to fight out fight off Satan's temptations. You know, I, I need to go to the Bible more for encouragement. You know, there was a time last October, you know, at, at my work where I was I was really discouraged, uh, stressing out and feeling insecure about my job. You know, basically, I got an, got an email from a lead engineer. You know, everybody knows I'm an engineer, right? In, in the office, you know, where I work at, and and but in his email, he ran like derogatory things uh, about about my job performance. And he had other people on, on copy onto the email. So other people read it. It's like, oh my gosh. But uh, there were words in the email that made me think that, you know, I would lose my job. You know, it's like, wow. You know, but, you know, I felt confused. But, um, but there was a brother in the church from, you know, he's from another region. Uh, he showed me a scripture that he used uh, when dealing with people in his job. You know, and, and that scripture that he shared uh, with me really... Uh, helped me through my time of trouble. So it really comforted me during that time. And uh, so I feel better right now. <laughs> I feel better. Okay. One last scripture. I know I've gone through a lot. This is the last scripture. It's in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, 16 through 17. Uh, 2, Timothy, 2 Timothy 3, verse 16 through 17. And it says here, All scripture is God-breathed, and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You know, some of you know that uh, I like hiking. You know, I love hiking, but when I hike, I almost carry a backpack. And in the backpack, I carry essentials, you know, that would help me if, you know, if I get in trouble. You know, things that I would need to get, uh, you know, if I get lost to survive, you know. Things like a flashlight, a Swiss Army knife, 
a map and some water. You know, just the essentials. But one thing I always carry in my pack is my Bible. Because I want to be thoroughly equipped. So, uh, in, in conclusion, you know, let's together get back on track spiritually. Uh, fear God and keep on being in the Word.